Give Us This Day Evening Edition is a devotional reflection upon the New Testament lesson from the Order for Evening Prayer from the Book of Common Prayer 1928. These reflections are written and presented by Father Charles Erlinson, who serves at the Church of the Good Shepherd Reformed Episcopal Church in Tyler, Texas. Today is Tuesday of the first Sunday after Easter. The lesson is taken from Peter's first epistle, the first chapter, verses 13 through 25. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance, but as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. And if ye call on the Father, who without respect of persons judgeth according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear, forasmuch as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory, that your faith and your hope might be in God. Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren, see that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God which liveth and abideth for ever. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away, but the word of the Lord endureth for ever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. Yesterday I lamented the temporal condition in which I find myself, that the fullness of life and glory and joy lie in the future, while I lie here in the burden present. But I am okay. I made my peace with it. By faith I understand what glory God has in store for us, and how that can be united with our suffering below. By faith I see the God I cannot see even now. But today is a new day, and the second half of First Peter is a new day as well. For while Peter begins in verse 13 to speak again of hope and the grace that is still future at the revelation of Christ, I realize that even in this life I have nothing to complain about. I don't mean that I don't easily tire and get easily discouraged, or bear the weight of my sins or the sins of others. But time is a two-way street for us humans. I may not yet experience the fullness of the joy and glory of heaven, the fullness of God's presence, and yet I would be lying if I believed that God had not already been at work in the world and in my life, or that I was not already in a better place than when I began. While my joy and glory foretold by the apostles and the prophets is not yet here, and I am impoverished by comparison to the life to come, it's also true that the joy and glory of Christ were foretold in the past by the prophets, and these have already been fulfilled. I am not only antecedent to the fullness of God in heaven, but also subsequent to the coming of the Son of God into the world. Christ was foreordained before the foundation of the world, and yet the millions of humans before his incarnation did not yet see him. They can only dimly look for him in hope, while for me he has already come and comes every day. He was indeed foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for me, who through him believes in God. Verses 20 and 21. Time is a two-way street after all, 
and there is not only joy and glory ahead of me, but joy and glory behind me, for Jesus came into the world before I did. In fact, I was so busy worrying about Jesus being revealed in the last time, verse 5, that I didn't even notice until now that he was manifest in these last times for me. And these last times themselves of which Peter speaks must have been in almost 2,000 years before I was born. How blinding envy and complaining are. I also didn't notice that when God raised Jesus from the dead, that God gave him glory so that my faith and hope would be in God. Verse 21. Here again is glory before me, the glory of the Son, and he who is my glory in heaven and in the future was our glory before I was born, and is also my glory in the present. He is my glory at this moment. And this one? And this one? But if I look only at heaven with envy, I'll miss the part of heaven that is God's presence and glory resulting in joy that is with me even now. Through all of this there is something that precedes me and succeeds me and feeds me. It is something that occupies all of my time, and yet not enough of it. It trumpets the promises of God and whispers about His presence. It is the Word of God which lives and endures forever. Verses 23-25 through 25. Do you understand the significance of this? It means that God is speaking to me. It means that He is speaking to you. It means that at the creation... By his word he was reaching out to me, and to you, and to all his creation. It means that from the creation he has been revealing himself to us, showing us who he is. From the beginning of my life he has been speaking and revealing himself to me. I don't have to wait for the future to hear and experience God. He has been speaking to me, calling me to himself every second of my life, offering a portion of himself, his glory, and his joy to me now. The funny thing is that while I lust and hunger for the joy of heaven in the future, knowing how wonderful it will be, I don't hear his word or come to him or experience him that much in this life. Precisely at the time when I lack him most and need him most, now I look for him in the future. He's there, all right, but I'm not. And here is where the rest of First Peter and the call to holiness come into focus. Since I have a God who is calling to me with his word and is all around me, and has already blessed me and promises me still more if I will come to him, I need to conduct myself accordingly, verse 17. I need to conduct myself throughout the time of my stay here in fear, knowing that I was a past blessing, of which I am presently the recipient, redeemed with the precious blood of the Lamb. Most of all, I need to accept God in the way that he has chosen to come to me, not looking for him where I cannot hope to find him, the future because I am not there, but here and now, however weakly I see and know him. Instead of worrying about the glory and joy that is not yet mine, I will glory and rejoice in that which is already mine. I will give thanks for what God has already given, which is his Son. I will rejoice and love that which I now experience, which is his Son. And I will hope and have faith in the glory and joy of his presence in heaven, which once again is his Son. Give Us This Day Evening Edition is a presentation of Always With Christ Radio. Radio in the Anglican Way.